Welcome to Geek Show Arcade. Hey there. Wow. Oh, that oh, broke that my brain. One, you? Mm, I had bet with myself that you were going to mess that up. I thought about <laughs> messing it up a lot today. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Good job, Tony. Thanks, thanks. This is the Geek Show Arcade where we talk about video games and all video game related things. We used to be the gadget spot. We still are in spirit. But now we have two shows, Geek Show Arcade, and then coming at you next also is going to be Geek so Show So you want to know Desk. what I just realized? Just and like, body. Hey, 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 Jaron, I'm talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I made I a very this? delayed joke. Come on. It was very delayed. I like you, <laughs> you want- cut him off a second time, and then I got him the third time. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. ahead, Lando. I go ahead, guys. You got go ahead to the show. Lando? I want to okay. hear it. And now I'm interested. We got a snowflake over here. His name's Lando. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk about it in the next show, so we'll see. Mm, gonna mm, I'm gonna miss the, the gadget spot name. Yeah. All right. Well, here on Geek Show Arcade, we talk about all kinds of gaming, game, gaming, and gaming related things. Let's talk about uh, who is on the show. It's all the guys from the gadget spot. It's the same guys. <laughs> it's just us. We got Lando at Landon Conover on the Twitters. Heyo. We got Jaron at Jaron on the Twitters. Heyo. <laughs> we got. Owen <laughs> at Technoan on the Twitters. Hi, everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. I'm going to go along with your nonsense. We almost had it. Yeah. We, cra- we almost had a threefer. Now your microphone is cracking, Jaron. It That's wasn't weird. before. What? Now it is. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. But it's different. It's like. See what happens if I do that. It's like a feedback, though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, it's a maybe, maybe the settings are too high. Anyway, I'm Tony. At Quad T Tony on the Twitters, or I'm also on the Geek Show. All right, um, let's see. Well, now hey, you're on the Geek Show and a Geek Show and I'm a Geek on, Show. I'm on, I'm on three Geek Shows. Uh, shout out to, to be more specific now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to our awesome Patreon backers. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but we'll figure it out. In the meantime, you can feel free to continue to donate at Gadget Spot, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/GadgetSpot, or go to GadgetSpot.net for as long as that website is up. Probably won't be much longer. And uh, you can find us there. But patreon.com slash gadget spot is going to be there for, for the foreseeable future. If you do or decide... Out from the gadget spot. Yep. If you do decide you want to donate, uh, and you donate six ducats a month or more, you get a shout-out on the episode, which Jaren has for us right here. Shout-out and ultra-special big thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, Aaron Young, Stuart Lloyd, and Wiffleball Tony. Thanks to Mark Cope, Creighton Barrel is just an overpriced Ikea. T- oh. Take that back. Oh, <laughs> got him. Twyman? No, yeah. I will not stand yeah. for this. Got him. Thank you, Twyman. Lando, what, do you have anything to say? I think back it's great. Back me up here. No, I'm, I think the, the, the poke at Jaren's perfect. Hmm. It's it, at you, too. Thought, You're just not as easy. Yeah, we it's at you as well. You're a Creighton Barrel junkie. Oh, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a we were Creighton Barrel Bros too. together. But Jaren's reaction sums it up perfectly, so there oh. you go. Okay. 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 All right. I accept that. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Jeremy, no name, no color. Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. What do you want us to hawk? We'll do it. Josh Dorius, Dick Messerly, Splinter, Pond, a Q Knight three, Aaron Faulkner, Joe. A right does not, as a practical matter, exist without any remedy for its enforcement. Ryan M and Adam Hatch. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon Thank backers. You. you are awesome. Uh, oh, that being said as well, uh, we, we still have emails. And guess what? We have new email addresses. Wait a minute. I have a sound for that. Uh, nope. That's no, the that's a good one, though. That fits. You did there it is. Purpose. There we go. Uh, the uh, What is it? Geekshowarcade at gmail.com. Just hit us up there if oh, you have really? any gaming questions you want us to, uh, wow. to, to uh, you know, answer if we can. So Geek Show Arcade. Hey, hey, at hey Tony, 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 I have a question, Tony. Hmm. What do we do about like PC gaming hardware? Does that go in this show? Yeah. So say say Those, I had that's gaming. That's, uh, uh, even Which console, one do I email, Tony? Even console hardware. We yeah. we're gonna probably talk about uh, on both. There's gonna be crossover. Oh, yeah. There'll be crossover. Yeah. It's a crossover Let's episode, my guys. That's right. And we're gonna have some crossover probably today, actually. Um but yeah, do we have any uh, gaming related emails? No, we don't. Okay, so we we'll have, have hardware-related emails. That'll be in uh, help desk a little bit yep. later. All right. Well, cool. Um, let's get cracking on the different stories that we have here that are gaming-related. Um, let's see. 
All right. Uh, I saw this the other day, and I thought it was quite interesting. There was a statement from, I think his name is Yves. Yves. I'm sure you screwed that one up. Yves. <laughs> anyway, he's. I think uh, it's Eves. Eves. He's the C CEO of Ubisoft or Ubisoft, if you're inclined to say it that way. And he was opining over the uh, lack of sales for the Mario and Rabbids game, the second one that came out last, uh, I think, November, somewhere around there. Some sparks, or what is that? The Rabbids uh, sparks? Spark of, sparks of hope. Yeah. So, and uh, oh, the final weeks of, yeah, 2022. So just, you know, just the end of last year. And he was, he was saying he was bummed because it didn't sell as good as the first Mario Rabbids game which uh, actually sold pretty robustly at uh, 7.5 million players. So Yeah, I bought it and never played it. Yeah, see, Jaron, you're one of those hmm, 7.5 million. Really liked million. It. Mm -hmm. Everyone a, I talked to that actually gave it a chance really enjoyed I it. I did not like it. Oh, okay. Well, there's, there's one that didn't. Um, I knew from the outset it wasn't really my style of game, so I didn't really bother with it. But uh, the new one performed much, much uh, worse or a lot a lot worse than, than the first one did. And this was what Nintendo said to the CEO of Ubisoft. Uh, he, they said, well, um, you shouldn't have released it on this platform. You should have waited for the new Switch. <laughs> Boy, they really should have attached an NDA to that comment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, they said, uh, where, where was the quote here? Um, Nintendo has advised that it's better to do one iteration on each machine. We were a bit too early and we should have waited for the next console. He added, because you could play a great game and think it will last for 10 years because we will update it for the new machine that will come in the future. So basically that's the reason why you see that trend a lot of the time from Nintendo is you get one game from whatever Nintendo... Um, Franchise. IP franchise per generation, roughly. Now, that's not always true. Zelda? Uh, Zelda is an outlier because that started as an expansion for Breath of the Wild, and they just decided to embiggen it. And, Do you know what uh, has me worried release. about this comment? That we aren't going to get backwards compatible games on the new Switch. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, this, that's a worry. Seems like I've, a little peek behind the Iron Curtain area. You know, the curtain yeah, here. exactly. Because that makes it sound exactly like they want a new game for each generation and each of their uh, IPs so that you have to continue to buy to get. Yeah. yeah. You know, to play, the, saying, to play a game of that yeah. style they hold on that your nostalgia. generation. They hold your nostalgia, your passion yeah. hostage in that way. I, I want to fight for Nintendo on this one and be like, yeah, maybe they just want to make sure that, you know, the latest games are the latest hardware and it helps both each of them sell and blah, blah, blah. But you guys are right. That's I don't want thing. you to be yeah. right. I want you to be dead wrong. I would love to be wrong about this too, but... But you're probably yeah. right. If they, if at, they do this, I am totally flat out going to refuse to buy the next Switch until I complain about it. A lot, then and I then probably finally will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until what until some game comes that you can't do without. Yeah. What's a Nintendo game right. you can't do it like a like a Smash Brothers, um, a Smash a Metroid, a, yeah. a Metroid or a Smash Brothers? Would that get you? To... If Metroid Four comes out on the next yeah. Switch, oh, well, you have to, right? I was gonna say, <laughs> that. Be like, well, I don't care about their business practices anymore. I want that game. Metroid yeah. Prime <laughs> Three came out on the Wii, right? Didn't it? Not yeah. the Wii U. I was on expecting the a Switch. I was expecting a Switch. And we still haven't seen Metroid, Metroid Prime 4, and I guarantee you it's not going to be coming out on the Switch. It'll, it'll be on the next oh, system. Oh, you're for right. Sure. You're so for right. Sure. But yeah. yeah. Are they not just going to iterate on the Switch? Look are at, they saying they're coming out with a new console? Like a new. Yeah, it'll be a new. It'll, well, it'll be a new version of the Switch. Yeah. If, if, they, be, have, and if they have an ounce of intelligence. Yeah. That'll be a new version I mean, of the Switch. The Switch I mean, if they follow the suit, it'll be like the, <laughs> the Switch, Switch X. You, you know? Like... <laughs> Hopefully they just call the Switch 2. Just make it easy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Super they Switch. They got to add Pro. Super Switch. Oh, Super oh, yeah. Switch would the be good. The Switch yeah. 1. <laughs> hey, follow yeah. an Xbox right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Switch <laughs> go to... 1X. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Switch 360. So Then just Switch X. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting. And then you have some games where they... Uh, actually just brought the same game out from the previous generation and added a few bells and whistles to it, and that's the only version of that game for this generation. Like a port I. and reskin? E. 
Mario Kart 8. Yeah, they right? never yeah. made uh, a Mario Kart no. for the Switch. All they I did was I hate bring... them for that, but I didn't have a Wii U, so I ended up buying it anyway. <laughs> and that's yep. what they did with a lot of the Wii U games that they yep. knew were good, but didn't get a big audience because the Wii U sold so crappy. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting stuff there. Le- learning f- about Nintendo through the uh, ears and eyes of other development companies ubisoft mm-hmm. in this case I, so. and and nintendo is you know historically secretive about that type of stuff oh, so that's big a time that's a big blow for that's you know they, there's somebody that's like i'm so sorry yeah yeah uh, you know you you know that you know that uh yves guimiarte or however you say his name ubisoft ceo is now on the, the <laughs> list yeah. of of guys that you don't say anything to. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, was Nintendo not going to make a next console? Like, we all knew, we all know one's coming, right? Right. Didn't say when, so it's like, was this really a big deal? Wait yeah, for the next console. Part of their, that's part of their motif, though, is like, their, no, the, their yeah. secrecy, their, their, exactly. their shock yeah, and awe, like, their, look at the new the, console. The fact that they said, you shouldn't have <clears throat> released it on this gen, and you should have waited for next gen, and this is why we do that. Mm-hmm. That's what's big about this yeah. article. Well, because yeah, why we do that? It, yeah. it basically deal. locks them in and saying we are making a new console. It is in development. Oh, everyone like, knew that. If everyone you went to them, yeah. if you went to them and asked and say, "Well, yeah, we're we don't know when it's coming." No, out, no, no. But... It's it's not it's not the fact that if they're making a new console, it's the fact that they will put off releasing games. Yeah, until right. they have a new console out. So I guarantee you, they could have made another 3D Mario game. Odyssey came out what like. The, was that a launch title or no, it wasn't launch close title. to? Was it a year after? Yeah, about a year after. So it's been six years almost. Oh, and it's so good. And there's like it's no wonder those games are so polished. Yeah. Uh huh. They, yep. they have time and yeah. time and time. Like, we don't have to worry about this till the next console. Yep. To work on it. So we'll just release ports, and we got all this old IP. We'll just do an arcade. We'll let all this. Yeah. All these. I'll buy Wind yeah. Waker for the fifth time. Mm-hmm. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I really thought they were going to show off a Wind Waker remaster for the Switch, but... It could uh, come tomorrow in the Direct. It, it might. There's going to be a Direct tomorrow. So and, did, oh, Tomorrow's did you Direct wanna, is yeah, going to be the only thing released on this year, too, so that'll be cool. Yeah, so that might be that might be neat. Too bad it's a, the day before we recorded, so you have to wait till next week to hear our thoughts on it. But we did get uh, the Ubisoft Direct. Ubisoft Forward is what they call that uh, late last week when all the other... Game studios and hardware manufacturers were pushing out their different announcements, and Jaron's got some coverage on that for us. It was good. It actually was good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything from Ubisoft, but dang, they they pulled it out. Uh, So Star Wars Outlaws got a 10-minute gameplay showcase, which I wasn't expecting. This is the only reason why you just said no, that. No, there's, there's more. This is the main stuff. reason, this for sure. The, <laughs> they really the Tony, there's one uh, story about Star Wars, so they really pulled it out. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled out all the stops. They had Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and Star Wars. Uh. Um, but it was pretty slick. They showed a really scenario where the main character, it's a Star Warsy name, K-Vess. Yeah, that's it. She was trying to escape out of like this hangar and she was like sneaking along and then things go awry. She starts shooting everyone and um, it was, it looked fun. Like it was good stuff. And then uh, she took a speeder bike out to a town, um, took off in a ship. Yeah. Wait, didn't we it was, talk about was this cool. stuff last week? I'm starting to think that we kind of did. I'm yeah. having deja vu. But we didn't, we didn't talk about Avatar though, did no, we? No, we did not. Which is also no. using the same yeah. game engine as the uh, Star Wars game. It looks good too. Snow, snowdrop. Yeah, like I don't care one bit about the Avatar universe, but this game looks pretty well put together. And mm-hmm. if it's if it reviews well, yeah, I'd give it a try. Well, everything I've read on it basically make it makes it look like uh, Avatar Far Cry. <laughs> it looks like a Far Cry game, but you play as the Avatar blue person. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on Avatar? Would you do, would you do they it? Use the stupid papyrus font, and therefore I can't support them. <laughs> easy. Next. Easy. Easy. My thoughts are: if it's a good game, I'll buy it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care if it's if it's Avatar or not. It's the wrong Avatar. Yeah. We should be getting an Avatar: The Last Airbender Ooh, game. That's awesome. So true. But, uh, Historically, I heard it doesn't go well. We, we might we might if the reboot for Netflix goes well. 
uh, I know. I've the live action the... reboot. So when does that kick off? Mm, it's got Next a little year. ways to go. Next yeah. year, man. I've been following stories on that, and I'm I'm stoked. No, there, there's an Avatar game on the 360 where it takes like I don't know 10 minutes to get uh, platinum or whatever. I hear what? that. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes? Like, That's almost worth it, it, it just to get the gamer score points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you want to play an Avatar game, give that one a try. It'll reward <laughs> you for very little effort. Uh, they also talked about the Crew Motor Fest, which is a Forza Horizon. Um, I don't want to say they're aping Forza Horizon because well, the crew kind of did, did it before Forza Horizon. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But Forza, they, they perfected the formula. Yeah. And so now the Crew Motor Fest is, is coming back. But this is multi-platform, so if you're missing Forza Horizon on the PlayStation, this might be a good option for you all, for you people out there. And it's cross-gen. Um, new Assassin's Creed stuff, which actually looked pretty good. I'm kind of excited about Mirage. You guys know how much Assassin's Creed is out there already. I was going through the Steam library or There's something. A lot. Maybe There's it's GeForce. A lot. Like, holy moly, there is a lot of Assassin's Creed out yeah. there. Have there you ever played a- that on multiplayer? There's a I multiplayer never, version? Yeah, there was some that came with multiplayer it attached was, to it. It was the worst experience I've ever had. Because first <laughs> of all, I'm not a super sneaky person. This game is all about sneak, right? Yeah, and uh, stealth. And so multiplayer is just basically walking through a crowd, and you have to try and not be killed by the other players who are more sneaky than you. I don't even walk in a straight line in real life. <laughs> and so in the game, I would just all of a sudden be dead. And I'm like, what happened? I was walking through this crowd of people looking for a hay bale to jump into or a building to jump off of, you know, like whatever. Dead instantly. It was it was awful. I was like, uh, how is this any different than Halo? It's way different than Halo. There's no hay bales. <laughs> yeah, there's no hay bales. <laughs> Man, no buildings to climb. Well, like you can climb. You off. can now, yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think that there was a reason they only made one or two of those games yeah, multiplayer were, attached yeah. to it. It's just not. I a think super it was just to concept. get on get on the train, you mm-hmm. know, the multiplayer train. But for sure. Anyway, I, I this one says it's back to the sneaky kind of discreet way in the gameplay, um, and I actually enjoyed that one on the Assassin's Creed I played. The I only played like some of the maybe the first or second one, but they were. That was the fun part. Like, yeah. Remember how amazing those games were when they first came out? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just, like, climb the up. graphics, everything. Oh, yeah. Like, you would climb up and you would be like at the everything. top of a tower. And you're like, I was actually just over there. Like yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't generated. It was like I could climb down from here and go all the way over there. Yeah, it was well, pretty cool. And I was reading, too, that Mirage is supposed to be a much more focused Assassin's Creed game as well. Not nearly as giant of maps and like side stuff as uh, Valhalla and Odyssey. Right. I like so. that. And I like that they're touting that as a feature. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, right? They're going for a little more depth than breadth here this time. So. Yes. Nothing against breadth, but <laughs> I like depth. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. What, did they, they got show another one, anything though, else? right? They uh, got an, the other Assassin's Creed is their... Their oh, codename right? Jade, yeah. It's a cra- Assassin's Creed Nexus, their first foray into VR. Oh, so there's so, three. Am I, am I wrong then? There's, uh, yeah, there's three. three. Holy smokes. But the VR and you one, wonder I can't why there's imagine, so many. <laughs> I, can't, yeah, I can't imagine playing this in VR. Like, that's going to be tough. I, yeah. I, I envision many failures if I played that. And last but also probably least, Skull and Bones is going to have a closed beta uh, between August 25th and August 28th. This game's um, never I think, actually coming out. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I think I read that Insomniac, the, the makers of Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank, they've put out like 16 games in the time that Skull and Bones has been in development. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's been in development for almost 11 years at this point. Wow! Oh, um, the hype there. Do you think it's going to live up to that hype? Like that's. I don't think I, after I don't a game think after a game's in development for anymore. four years. Yeah, yeah. after no like four years or five years, people are like, whatever. And then when it comes out, because it started eleven years ago, did they redo the foundation? Like, are they using eleven-year-old? Yeah, it's a no. Face, it's a completely. They completely scrapped a couple yeah. of years back. How many yeah, times they scrap one, and start at over? At least one time that I yeah, know. At least in eleven years, point two yeah. or three. Yeah. yeah. Right. You also uh, forgot about the Prince of Persia uh, 2D oh, yeah. Metroidvania. Uh, we, we talked about we that last, last time. Okay, so there yeah. you go. So yeah, uh, Ubisoft actually has some interesting stuff uh, potentially on the horizon. Pretty neat. This is uh, Microsoft owned, right? Ubisoft. 
No, no, no. Ubisoft is Ubisoft. They're, oh, okay. they're, they're, the uh, last few independent yeah, for real. publishers, even though they're a giant company, we shouldn't really call them independent, but yep. here we are. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Microsoft, though, you, you got some Halo news for us. Yeah, it's more of a question. I keep getting in my news feed that Halo Infinite was a huge flop. Biggest flop of the decade. Horrible game. Of the decade? Yeah. I disagree with that. And Not I, the decade. I no just, way. I keep being like, I don't believe that. Because, you know, I'm kind of a super fan. I just, I, I play the Halos no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy them, basically. No matter what. Well, no matter what. Like, I really do. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this one doesn't have this, but I'm still having a good time. Yeah. But I just... Do you guys feel that way? Do you guys like feel like it was a flop? Let's let's talk about maybe not the flop of a decade, but I, and I know that they could have done some things better. But the the article's like, oh, they just didn't do a battle royale mode, and that just really made it not fun. And I'm like, that's, well, that's, that's not what Halo's we have about. Just, no, yeah, that, we, we have different reason. perspectives here. Yeah, you're you're a super fan. I'm not really a fan. Tony is. I'm in the middle of you two. I'd say I'm I'm definitely more close to super fan than not. Yeah, a so fan. am I. Yeah. And to me, it didn't feel like it failed at all. Like, I've had a lot of fun with the multiplayer. I, right. I haven't played the single player, but it seems okay. I just looked at like, uh, my... the parts I have played. Yeah, I just saw my stats on that the other day, coincidentally, and I'm at 198 hours on that game. Pretty good. And yeah. the vast majority of that is multiplayer. Right. Here's if you're calling it a flop because of the battle royale, you're an idiot. That's I hate dumb. to say it. Uh, yeah. But. If you're calling it a flop because it released in a very poor it, technical it state, it did have a rough. One hundred percent did. It did release in a very bad state, and then they had delays on the season. Right? Uh-huh. Like, how long did we stay in season one? Forever. They, lo- they lost a bunch of players to that, and then they just never really got their momentum back. But you know, some of the some of the data they point to is the Steam um steam charts do you guys use that have you guys ever looked at that yeah you can see do you, what do you feel like steam most, charts uh, i i guess i guess i just didn't really assume the majority of people were playing halo through steam yeah that's why it's not a it's not it's a good accurate um, representation right yeah especially when it's included with game pass and so anyone that right. has game pass can play it for well free. But not multiplayer well yeah I'm sorry i'm thinking about cloud well, no yeah yeah <laughs> i'm in playing sure. on xbox cloud so multiplayer is not on cloud i would venture to say that uh, at least half of the people that play xbox or play uh halo play it on the xbox app and also the steam stuff doesn't take into account everyone that plays it on the xbox right so, plus, yeah. plus the multiplayer is free to play, isn't it? You don't have it to is. have Game Pass. The only the campaign yep. is right. is uh, is you have to have Cost Game money. Pass for it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just anyway, I just I I know they had a I mean a part of layoffs that Microsoft did earlier this year in January they cut out ten thousand of they had they did a ten thousand person layoff and that a big part of that was some of the senior devs on the in three four three studios and then that main guy Staten. Uh, John Staten, I think is his name. Anyway, he was like one of the lead creators and devs on on Halo, and mm-hmm. he left. So I can see why it kind of lost some some momentum. But I guess I've just really enjoyed it. I thought maybe am I just blind here? Does the majority of people think that this wasn't a fun game, or is it just because Google heard me complain well, once and they just stuffed <laughs> that into my newsfeed and I'm in an echo chamber? I honestly think that so there's there's a console war among the fanboys. It's never going to end for them. I, I don't partake in the war, but I have this tinfoil hat theory that uh, this is a narrative that Sony lovers are pushing. Mm. Yeah, mm. right. Interesting. I like, I like a good conspiracy, though, so I'm going to just chomp onto that, you know? <laughs> yeah, take that and let it run. As you do. As I, as I do. So that's, that answers a lot for me. But, yeah, there's just a bunch of subreddits. I mean, we know we had that. I know that they had the desync, and they were just like, sorry, we're working on this yeah, other stuff. So like a live with desync. To and, fix. and if you come up and you're in a really heated match, and that's the difference, like <laughs> a melee, and you lose. You're going to be pissed. Like, you're going to go review the tape. You're like, I'm watching that. That was a just freaking desync right there, you know. Problem with so. that complaint though is it desynced for everybody. Yeah. So you there was kind of across plenty the board, of times right? where you got the kill yeah. when you probably oh, shouldn't that, have. But, yeah. Yeah, know, but in those times. instances, you were right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. time it so, was you know, it was accurate right. that time. God. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't desynced then. That's right. For sure. <laughs> um, so man, speaking of Halo though, I read another story today that uh you remember you know how they make those 
cinematics that go in between each of the new seasons. Yeah. Uh, well, they're not doing those anymore because everyone or the majority of the team that made those is was part of the layoffs. Yeah. So <laughs> they're not they're not doing those cinematics anymore at the beginning of new at the beginning of new seasons. Don't which we is have kind of a, a shame. Those were those were kind of cool. And we have a, and I think the new season started today, didn't it? Yeah, infection. Ago. So yeah. infection just barely really? started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow, I gotta this happens jump like on. once every three years. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> jump on, and I gotta jump on. Now, with the four, this is the fourth one. It's it's good. Okay, you're not wrong. Math heads up there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think Xbox just lost so much steam with its launch that not Xbox. I mean, uh, Halo lost so much yeah. steam with its launch that. It just never was able to recover because seriously, if you were to think of Halo as a marathon runner and the the end of the finish line is releasing a finished game, by the time Halo came out, it was a zombie and it took additional time for each body part to finally make its no way over way. the finish line. Compared to the releases of AAA games this year, Halo was in a better state than those, in my opinion. You think? Well, yeah, I guess Cyberpunk I could see that. On PS4, because up until now, it was the worst <laughs> or one of the worst. But now, yeah, there's there's a few out there that have definitely released high profile games as well that have yeah. released in as bad or worse situations. I don't know. It's it's sad that we even have to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so, that was it. From, that was it. it. Was just more of a it's more of a thought exercise there i got I, just, I uh i feel sometimes i'm like am i out of touch here am i disconnected was it bad i have a lot of fun so maybe i'm just such am a fanboy am i i'm just such a fanboy that i'm like i'll i'll play anything that has master chief and court don in it <laughs> hey if you love something no one should tell you otherwise yeah holy smokes why are you so crackly jaren what happened you press anyway. the record button my own wi-fi I can try my phone Wi-Fi. No, just it's, away. it's not. It's not the internet. It's still something to do with the Mac setup. Uh, anyway, um, I fixed it for now. I just had to turn something off, turn it back on in Streamyard. The uh, I've been meaning to talk to bring this up in the last couple episodes. Oh, my thoughts on. We're not getting to my story tonight, are we? Yeah, we will. On Zelda, Mm -hmm, Tears of the Kingdom. (laughs) I have notes. I have notes. I'm ready. Let's go. I like it a lot, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome, isn't it? Uh, I I hope that I don't run into the same problem that I did 30 hours into Breath of the Wild, where I'm just like, what am I doing? Uh, But I will say, I think I'm about 20 hours in, and I'm having a really good time with it. Um the building seems the, the the building seemed like it's really fun, like to build the and the construction. I like, yeah, but I'm the kind of guy that only uses that tool when I need it. I don't that's me really too. play you're not with using it. it to, you're not using it to float up to the higher no platform unless I yet. want to get up there. You know, right, right. But uh, yeah, I've only done one temple, the Wind Temple. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, I actually got to the Wind Temple without doing the things that you need to do before you get there see that's so, so cool it wasn't even like turned on and i'm just like well i probably shouldn't be here yet i guess i'll go follow the quest the main quest line for a little bit <laughs> so yeah no um i still think that uh it's total bull crap that all my weapons break but at least they gave a, a, a feature, canonical reason it is not a feature it is it is a feature it is poor design it's a, it's an anti-feature it forces you to play the hold on hold okay hold on tony tony no, okay okay tony we're gonna talk about this for a second it forces you to play the game differently than other games it's a feature it so first Disagree. and foremost first Disagree. stop first first <laughs> so help me if i can't finish my thought people wonder why i talk so fast this is why I can't finish my thoughts. I have to get them out there really fast. <laughs> so what have you got to say about this, Lando? So one of the really cool That's things about Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Tears of the Kingdom is that... He's an angry elf. Oh, he is an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> He's very tall Is in elf. the background, they have a really cool game mechanic for scaling, right? So the game scales without you knowing it, right? All of a sudden, you're running into harder and harder creatures. And it's not because you're exploring new areas of the game. It's because like the game's keeping track of different stats in the background, and the game scales, right? So part of that scaling process 
is your weapons have to break so you can find better weapons that, so your weapons scale with the game as well. Right? Feature. That's a that's a good thing. I right? hate games that base the monster strength off of my experience because that means I can't grind in a weak area and then be, go through the rest of the game as a <laughs> Yeah, I want to plow through. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yep. We're designing around it. that problem. Hated it. Um, anyway. It, it forces you to make more strategic choices it's with trash. your weapons. Don't right? Need no, um, don't need and with the new fusing mechanic, even more strategy goes into what weapons you use and when you use them and why you use them and how you approach fights. That That's a big deal. Only saving grace about the weapons in this game is the fuse mechanic. I still wish you could refuse the same weapon over and over again, but they only let you fuse a weapon once. No, you can you can get you rid can of the fuse item. You can unfuse it. You can unfuse things. Yeah. You can oh you have to unfuse it and then you can fuse a new one and that will lengthen the time it has works. some more. I don't worry about the, 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 the breaking of weapons because I use my weapons appropriately. And when they break, I say, okay, next one. It's and trash. And move on to something better. It's trash. It You're holding you it to, wrong, Tony. You're uh, holding it wrong. It, in, okay. it encourages you to Got approach it. situations different ways, right? So maybe you don't have the weapons to take on the enemy camp. But, oh, look, there's an explosive over there. Let's roll that into the camp or throw a rock down at him or Lando something different. jobs over here telling me I'm holding it wrong. Mm. Yeah, it discourages hoarding. But right, that's so how I play. Mm. Yeah, it's it's trying to discourage you from doing that, Tony. How do that's you why you don't want you to play a specific way in some areas, but you know, lets you be very creative in other areas. It's kind how of weird. You measure, how yeah. do you measure how you know, good you, know you are if you don't Tony? have if you don't have a full inventory? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How am I supposed mm. to do that? Yeah, you sound like the old guy who likes '80s music has never moved on from it. It's like, oh, it's the best. No. I'm never going to change the way I do things. I want to board all the weapons. That is me. It's just not '80s music, but that is me. Yeah. <laughs> it's '90s for me. Anyway. Hey, it is the best generation of music. 2000s, so yeah. 2000s, 90s. You know, I that think kind it's of stuff. really, really smart game design, and you're just like, Pfft. it's terrible because you just um, play the way you want it to. Yeah, I bought it. Terrible, Jaren. Jaren Good actually job, bought Jaren. it. Good job, Jaren. Um, yeah, I bought it. What it I was going to say before you. Before you went on your rant, was I don't have that it yet. at least this time they gave a canonical reason for why the weapons suck so bad, because they're decayed. Mm. In Breath of the Wild, it was just like, "Hey, this is a sword that this is a normal sword, no problems with whatsoever." I used it four times and it exploded. It's more than four. <laughs> it's made <laughs> of aluminum it's foil. Seriously, explosive in the sword. <laughs> this is a sword made of glass that we painted silver. Enjoy. Mm. Good luck. <laughs> All right, so that's my thoughts on uh, Tears of the Kingdom. All right, Lando, let's talk about your story about casuals. Ca so my <laughs> this, casuals. this this I have a stat for you, Tony and uh -huh. Jaron and Tone and and Ellen. Um, and it, this is one of those stats I learned back when I was doing game development, like back in 2005, and it sticks with me, and it like takes up all the space in my brain, like it just occupies the space, and I think about it all the time. Maybe but the gaming, so here it is, here it is. The gaming industry makes more money than the music industry, the movie industry, yeah. and the TV show industry combined yeah, on a yearly basis. Yep. Like, just gobs of money, right? Isn't mm -hmm. that just a bonkers, bonkers stat? Yes. Like I said, I think about it all the time. But I, found, I ran across this really interesting story about how um, traditional games, so the games that like we talk about, the, the, you know, the cyberpunks, games, the console yeah. games, the, the, the games. Jedi games that Darren likes so much, all those kind of games, only... Um, account for about 25% yeah. of that revenue. Is, the rest is Candy Crush. Probably the rest is games, casual yeah. games. Yeah. yeah, I believe you, it for sure. Isn't could, that crazy? There's still a website that you can go to and just watch this ticker go up that counts how much Candy Crush and Clash Royale and what those are making in the mini transactions within in-game. It's absurd. For those, for those time base. And it is insane. Pokemon yeah. Go? insane i remember when uh flappy bird the oh, big right. flappy bird thing happened that game didn't have any microtransactions and yet before that guy decided to pull it for some unknown crazy reason from the app stores he was pulling in fifty thousand dollars a day Oof. on yeah. uh, advertising cut i'm sure yeah yeah that's what he he said he said i was making too much money on it, and I think it was hurting people's lives. And I'm like, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> respect. I respect that, him. Man, I so don't. Like, I think it's an idiot. Look, look at capitalism claw its way out of Tony's mouth like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. You idiot. Why didn't you continue killing people? Hmm. Yeah, it's this, Flappy Bird. Yeah. How bad could it be for someone's it was, life? It was hurting people's lives. It so wasn't my, hurting anyone's life. My, my point is, you know, we, we, we dog on those stupid casual games yeah. and how much we hate them. But you know what? They really do make the gaming world go around. 
Well, yeah. for those specific companies, I was gonna say just for mobile companies, not for the companies yeah. that make the games we no, like. And sure. Apple still... and Google, who make a cut of that. Oh and yeah, and those guys. To for put sure. it in perspective, the gaming industry, according to this article, is a fifty-four point one billion with a B dollar industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the twenty-six percent that are earned by traditional games is still fifteen, nineteen, nineteen point three billion. Like oh, it's yeah. still a lot of money. Yeah. It's still a ton of money, right? No I mean, there's no so doubt. much money. Yeah. And it's crazy so because m- casual gaming and mobile gaming is almost disconnected from from PC games and like and mm-hmm. like AAA games like because there's this animosity or this you know <laughs> it's anathema it's like Ugh, <laughs> but oh, you play on your phone gross. every once in a while you see a traditional game make the jump over to casual mm-hmm. like remember Mario the Mario casual jumper game remember that yeah, one Yeah but that failed Yeah I mean it did well enough, I'm sure. Did well enough that they I never made it. another one. No, yeah. but which is surprising because you know they could make I all think, kinds of money. I'm sure. I think once they started making such fat stacks off Pokemon Go, they're just like, ah, eh, we don't need to do yeah, anything else on mobile for now. Nah, yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> that worked. Like they're just like we're throwing a bunch <laughs> and, of noodles. Oh, that noodle's gold. We'll and you just know keep how much? One. Yeah, and you know how much work Nintendo put into Pokemon Go? Zero. Zero. That's they already had the nothing. IP. Yeah, Here, they had the IP. Game for Game Freaks. Yeah. Who who owned the other half, the other fifty percent of Pokemon, uh, probably didn't put much work into it either. They just found Niantic and said, "Hey guys, we want you to build this. Make yeah. it like your first game that you made. Uh, what was that game called? Um, I can't remember what it's called. I remember playing it. Yeah. Ingress. 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 Yep. And they're just like, okay. And then all of a sudden, the the dump trucks of money started Dude, back. They're like, hey, we got these trucks out here full beep, of money. These beep, for you. <laughs> Uh, and Pokemon was always Nintendo's IP, right? No. Uh, no? Was it? I thought, well, maybe it was always oh, a no. joint now venture between them and Game Freaks. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I know that they've they've been involved with it from the beginning. I don't know if they've always owned I feel 50%. Like, I feel like I Pokemon Go was the first true nostalgic purchase. I've been through a bunch being older being a, an elder millennial but for the younger millennial generation i didn't i wasn't raised on pokemon the tv show i didn't know the song yeah but you talk to james who's only a few years younger than me yeah me and james for yeah, sure pokemon, and you big, guys big and like you know the song lyrics like it was part of your childhood and i feel like pokemon go was one of the first games that hit right on that nostalgic nerve for the next millennial generate for like the next generation down, they were just like, and it just came at the right time, you know. And, oh, it hit and perfect just timing. Yeah. yeah, that was so. the height of civilization. Yeah, Pokemon Go. People, people would congregate outside, talk it, to each like, other. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the, I feel like do, the universe, Darren. the universe had no, to don't. rebalance, and so COVID came recently. along. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like I drove by the Provo yeah. Library oh. back then, and like. There's hundreds of people out here, like at the park this is for Pokemon Go. This is amazing. Strangers, if you dogs still know and cats the events, living together, they still gather like that. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Like there was there, and it's nothing like it was though. Like, no, like, not but, at all. like, they but it was gather. like peace, joy, happiness, and Pokemon. And I hey, feel like they, like Pokemon. You, you yeah, see, man. Yeah. you see people walking outside, and you just knew they were playing Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, and you just kind mm-hmm. of smiled and went, "Me too." Me too. Yep. Yeah, you know, and then and it, for a week, it, and it, it felt and it good. Unbalanced the universe, brought us COVID. Uh, you know, just <laughs> it ruined everything. There you go. Thanks a lot, Pokemon Go. Wait, how's the Pokemon Go's fault? Something had it to rebalance the universe yeah. because Pokemon made it because the good. pendulum swung oh, too far one yeah. way, and so the pendulum had to swing back. Yeah, thanks, theory. Pokemon. What a what a conspiracy. That's, That's right. the one I'm going to latch on to tonight. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Two other things we're going to hit on before we end today. Um, Jaron is going to give a full... What? Siri? Shut up. Uh, hey, Siri. Jaron is going to give a full review on the ROG Ally, uh, over which I will chime in, because I also have one uh, from launch day as well, and uh, we're going to talk about that. But before that, Steam Next Fest is going on right now, and if you watch... Or I should say, check out Steam right now. You'll see all of the different indie games that are getting spotlighted, and uh, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot of games. Like I think it was at least a thousand games at Steam Next Fest. Oh, how do you Steam stand Fest out in Next. that? Exactly. So I downloaded 16 demos that looked interesting, and this episode I'm going to talk about eight. Very briefly, in next episode, I'll talk about another eight. I actually, I actually took notes. Look at this. 
notes. Can you believe that? Um, I've never known you to do anything like that. I know. It's so out of character. So uh, first one I looked at was a game called Battle Shapers. And uh, I, I could best describe it as a rogue, roguelike. Is is rogue, roguelike or roguelite? What's the difference? I don't know. I like them both. I think it's the first one. I uh, I don't know, and I'm too afraid to ask. So I, know. I just I used to know, but I they... forgot now. I don't. I don't. It's one of those them. ones where if you die, uh, it resets and you start over again. Like dead cells. Like it's dead cells. Roguelike. Yeah. You were right the first time. Okay, roguelike. It's roguelike. But it's an arena first-person shooter, and the game plays a little bit like Mega Man, where you have these different bad guys that have abilities, and everyone's a robot, and you're supposed to go through the level, fight the boss, and you I, you're able to level up your abilities and everything like that. And uh, that sounds kind of cool. It, um, so you I, know how it played Do- pretty Doom well Eternal, too. Doom Eternal, they it has like the standard run through the level, but then they have like these arena fights. Yeah. A game just based on that. Yeah, this uh, is that'd be pretty interesting. This is this is pretty much that. Um, it was kind of it was it was cool to look at. Had a good visual style, um, and it played well. I think that was actually probably the best game I tried out of the eight. Um, Battle Shapers had I think it has quite a bit of potential. I checked out another one called The Invincible. Uh, this is the other one that I really liked, and it is a walking sim. Uh, but one of those really story-heavy walking sims, like um, what's uh, what is it? Uh, what remains of of Ethan Carter, or no, the vanishing of Ethan Carter, or what remains of Edith Finch? Games like that. There was another one, Fire Fire Season Fire Firewatch. Fire, Firewatch, yeah, which was really good. This one reminded me of Firewatch, uh, but it's set in this sci-fi universe. And uh, you're on a Mars-like planet, and the Ooh. style is retro-futuristic. So it's got really cool, like, bubbly car-looking, you know, like, 50s-style stuff. But it's, you know, advanced intergalactic travel. And the story uh, seemed really cool so far in the demo. Very interesting. The voice acting was good. They need to work on the controls a little bit, though, but I'm sure they can fix that since it's just a demo, but the controls are a little bit janky. But it's called The Invincible, if I haven't said said that already. And I think that has a lot of potential to be a pretty cool, fun, story-based, uh, you know, walking sim-style game. Uh, 11-Bit, I think, is the company that is um, publishing that one. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they've, they've done a bunch of games. 11-Bit has a pretty good track record, actually. I uh, checked out one called Stunt Derby. Super low-poly, racing, physics-based game. Uh, the bots are incredibly stupid. You can put 100 racers on the track with you at the same time, and they it's like a herding sheep. They're terrible. Um, it was kind of a fun game to play around with for a few minutes, though, and the demo is only 2.7 megabytes. <laughs> wow. It's That's crazy. By standard. Wow. Yeah, by standard... Uh, definition uh this one has a lot of potential but i just don't think it's there yet it's called myth force myth force is also a roguelike with characters you can level up and things like that you can do up to four player co-op but what's cool about myth force is it takes place in a universe inspired by fantasy 80s cartoons like he-man and the dungeons and dragons cartoon and thundercats and they even have a cheesy title song intro that lasts about 30 seconds where they sing about you know what the myth force myth force characters and universe are the style was awesome it has a lot of potential um it seems like it's a little more melee based combat so if that's more your thing then you'll like it more than than if you like shooters but it is first person and i think it has a lot of potential I think they just need to polish it up uh, a good amount there. Another game called Origins. This is an this game was so weird. So you remember we talked in the past about uh, AI generated NPC uh, character interactions, right? That's what this game is about. All the conversations you have are supposedly AI generated on the spot with you playing, and what's more. You talk through your microphone to talk to these characters. You don't 
choose something from a wheel or type it in or whatever. So you're trying to have a conversation with these That's characters. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, it's a detective story. You're trying to, you know, figure out the mystery. And uh, I, I would say definitely give it a download and see what see what you think on it. Um, that being said, I'm going to reserve my... I've got to reserve my thoughts on the quality of what I thought on how well it did what it set out to do. Um, I want you to try it out yourselves and see what you think. Another one I tried called Ebola Village. And if you look at the title Whoa. for it, it looks just I'm like <laughs> RE Village. Even the, the font and everything. And yeah, it's it's a Resident Evil knockoff made by a bunch of Russians, I think. Because everything's in Russian. And, oh, man, it's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ebola Village. Like, you, it's subtitled, and the controls are super janky. The visuals are super janky. Sometimes janky is fun, though. It, that's, what I'm, that's why I'm laughing, because it was just like, holy. Uh, yeah, check, check that, that demo out if you want some, like, great value knock off uh resident evil the roblox resident evil yeah exactly uh, i tried another one called demonic supremacy it wants to be doom but it's poopy don't bother and then uh, another one called cult kvlt and that one was trying to be a fantasy wolfenstein it's a world war ii setting uh with some guns and stuff but there's magic instead of like advanced tech or whatever like what wolfenstein tried to do also just wasn't very good didn't control good didn't play very well so i wouldn't i wouldn't say and it wasn't these two these last two weren't janky enough to be funny they just they just weren't good janky so, bad janky bad so there's eight games that i checked out so you don't have to on the steam fest but there was a couple in there i think you should i think anyone listening should give a try check out that ebola village for the jank fest uh check out origins just because it's so weird trying to talk to the computer and having it reply to you with the things that you said and answer the questions you ask it. Um, and then uh, keep an eye on Myth Force, The Invincible, and Battle Shapers. They look like they're going to be pretty good. Hmm. All right, let's talk some gaming hardware. We don't get to talk about gaming hardware too often because they don't get released very much. Jaren... You got a full review for the ROG Ally. Let me let me give my let me give my summary review real quick before before you give yours. I think it's awesome. The only downside is probably the battery life. Other than that, ten out of ten would buy again. Wow, ten out of ten. That's serious, Tony. If you don't count the battery life running at full tilt, because you barely get an hour. <laughs> but I play yeah, with the plugged in most of the time, yeah. so. That's physics we're, we're, for you. We're okay yeah. with that, though. We had so, the PS... Uh, what was that? Game PS, Gear, PlayStation Game Gear, Vita. Play, yeah, the Game Gear. We just grew up on bad pad, battery life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. right. Like, if, you factor in, if you factor in the battery life, it's a 9 out of 10 in my book. Um, but like I said, we've only had it for a week and a half, so, I mean, that score could be subject to change. Jaron, in-depth review. What you got? Yeah, so I want to. My main comparison point is the Steam Deck, which I've owned for over a year, about mm -hmm. a year and a half almost, uh, since when it first came out, and uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, uh, going to go through hardware, software, performance, and battery life. First, hardware screen is mm. beautiful, glorious. The one downside is it's not OLED, but it is better than anything else out there. Um, 120 hertz, very great color reproduction, uh, just a great screen. I wish it were brightness. OLED. I can play it outside and not have to squint at it. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. Yep. The ABXY buttons feel great. I really mm. like them. Uh, the D-pad is divisive. I personally really like it. I wish the plastic weren't shiny on it. I like the matte plastic that's on the Xbox mm. gamepads. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's, that's being nitpicky. I, I like the D-pad. My brother didn't like it. Uh, the shoulder buttons are much easier to get to than the Steam Deck, so with my tiny hands, so that's a plus. Uh, the joysticks are kind of meh. Really? I don't like the joysticks. I don't. The have, Steam Deck has fantastic joysticks. I don't have any complaints with the joysticks, but I don't have a Steam Deck, um, so I can't compare it to that. Right now, the Dead Zone is bad. 
it's really bad, but Asa said they were working on a software update. A software update kind of made it janky, but so I'm not holding that against it because it's going to be fixed. Um, but they're too soft for me. I wish there was a little bit more uh, more what's tension. The word? Tension. There we go. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. The the triggers. I like the triggers. My brother didn't like them, um, but yeah, I like the triggers. They're Hall Effect triggers. Uh, the sound is awesome. Superb. I, to me, to my ear, it sounds better than the Steam Deck. It gets louder. Um, the best sound I've heard on a handheld. So, great job, Asus. Um, all right, next, software. Uh, it's Windows. <laughs> for and, better or worse. Uh, <laughs> well, see. I would say much and, more but, for better than the, for the worse, personally. The big deal here is the, the built-in software, like the, the first-party software to the ROG, right? That's the big deal. Yeah. Yeah, Armor well, Crate. Like, Armor Crate, Everyone it. else... Everyone else in the reviews, I think, gives Steam Deck too much of a pass here. Um, if we compare the software experiences to a house, the Steam Deck would be like, you walk into a house, the front room is gorgeous, very well kept, but as soon as you want to go Ooh. any other place in the house, it's gross. Can't like, confirm. horribly Lost. gross. Like, <laughs> I, Lost. I don't Hallways want to that go nowhere. <laughs> Hallways yeah, that go like, nowhere. Stairs on the ceiling. You're like, where do I go to do this thing? It's gross. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be in this house. Why is there mold growing in the corner here, but the mm -hmm. front room is so pretty, you know? Yeah. It's, just stay, that's what they it's say. not great. Just, you know, they, their counter to that is just stay in the front room, man. Yeah, like, yeah so go, as long as... go over there? Don't go over there. It, if all you care about are the Steam verified games, which I might add, are not perfect... There are many games that are verified, which run like crap on mm. the Steam Deck. Um, oh, if you sucks. don't care about multiplayer games, because much of those, many of those don't work on the Steam Deck, if right. you don't care about that, the Steam Deck is a great experience, mostly. Um, I'll get into that later. But with, with ROG Ally, it's like, I don't know, it's like my house. You walk into the front door, and eh, it's okay. You know, you know what you're going to expect throughout the house. It's not pristine, but... You know, it's you nice. know what to expect. Everything, yeah, everything's it's, it's, where you should, feels, where you'd think it would it, be. Feels yeah, it feels familiar, familiar right? Yep. Like Windows feels familiar in that. Yep. I mean, especially coming yeah. from a gamer. Yep. You know, gamer's perspective for sure. Yeah. So if you're a PC gamer, I think this is a much better option than the Steam Deck. If you're like a console gamer and you only care about certain games that are available, yeah, Steam Deck might be your better option. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But. Um, you are going to get into Windows at times, especially at first when you're setting up the device. Once everything is set up and downloaded, you don't really have to interact with Windows that much. Well, that's um, nice. But one, ma one major differentiator is the touchscreen on the Ally is actually good. The touchscreen on the Steam Deck is abysmal. Yeah. It's crap. It's pure crap. It's sketchy at best. Oh, I didn't like, know that. It, that's just interesting. Doesn't, yeah. it doesn't react. Like, that's my... No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the, that's my with experience. The, the Ally, the touchscreen's great. I haven't had any yeah, problems Yeah, it feels, with it feels it. normal. Like, with the Ally, the keyboard, is it's a Windows keyboard. You can split it apart, type with your thumbs. It feels kind of like a phone. It feels good. If you try to touch type on the Steam Deck, eh, you're, like, nope. peck typing. Nope. And yep, I, I plugged in a keyboard. I couldn't take it. I was like, whatever. I put it on a dock and was like, I need a keyboard yeah. and mouse for this. Mm. And that's what I ended up doing with the Ally anyway when I was setting everything up just because, you know, it was easier. Um, so, anyway, that is the software experience. Um performance it blows steam deck out of the water um if you're on the high wattage i, yeah. I really like it um well, i would say even performance on the, even on the mid wattage i think it outperforms the steam deck by a good margin 15 watts yeah and um apparently a patch came out which lowered the performance they're working on that it's going to go back up so whatever anyway so last last bit battery life and tony i have to kind of disagree with you on this in relation to the steam deck i actually uh, think the battery life is a positive here okay because so i don't have the, that frame of reference so you might be right it, on this it, it depends on how you use it if you're in for long gaming sessions on non-demanding games steam deck is going to blow the ally out of the water it's mm -hmm. going to just be much better but if you're like me where you might play 30 minutes one day, put it to sleep, pick it up like three or four days later, play it for another 30 minutes. The Ally is supremely better than the Steam Deck on this mm. because the Steam Deck, it does not have hibernation mm -mm. like yeah. the Ally does. When you put the Ally mm. to sleep, it'll go to hibernation mode. Zero resources are being taken up. Because Windows, Steam has Deck, the, because Windows has been in that game for years and years and years. Decades. Trying to, yeah. you know, hibernation. Yeah. And you could just select to go to hibernation immediately just through the normal menu 
of the of the ally so that's why i end up doing because it takes like i don't know eight seconds to boot up from hibernation not a big deal um but the steam deck it'll lose 10 percent of battery or more per day Ugh. and so if i keep my steam deck out for a week without touching it it is completely dead and the major problem with the steam deck is whenever you reboot the system it has to re-download all of the pre-compiled shaders oh. and if you have a lot of games installed on that it literally will take an hour to re-download everything and it doesn't download while you're playing a game oh. unless you set it that way if you do set it that way it'll take cpu performance and lower the performance of your game that's um, so truthfully in the last six months of owning my steam deck it has mostly been charging it up turning it on re-downloading all the shaders and thinking, Ugh, I don't have time to play anymore. And then put it having, back to sleep. And then, yeah. and and then having again, yeah, <laughs> having charge anxiety. That's what I do. Where I'm just like, I, I don't want to keep it on the charger and just keep the battery hot, whatever. Yeah. So I'll unplug it. But then I'm like, oh, it's been a couple of days. I got to. It's like it's like taking care of a house plant. Oh my god, plug it in. <laughs> no, yeah, seriously. There's there's homework you have to do with the Steam Deck, and that is the thing that makes me so mad about it if they would just keep the pre-compiled shaders on the device without having redownload it redownload it every time i would just put it i'd just shut it down um but it's been about a year and a half and they still haven't done anything about it at this point i don't know if they will and to me that is the killer thing that makes me not want to keep my steam deck um it, it may not apply to most people but for me that is the problem and the ally doesn't have that because it doesn't have to download pre-compiled shaders because it's Fa based on windows fast forward those steam deck 2 right okay so they were first to market with this kind of not first but like at the price point they were they were coming in at they were they were first in that price point and and running steam do you think steam 2 their their next console that they said they're working on right do you think that comes out and just takes and kind of apes what uh, Asus does and then you want well, that? You're still or, do you, be, or do you still like the Windows I was gonna say, deal enough? Well, to you're still going to be hobbled by SteamOS, <clears throat> which that's for some true. people that's not a problem. For I would say the vast majority of PC gamers have multiple launchers, multiple yeah. or many games on every launcher, and this just makes it so easy. You just load up the launcher, download the games you want, and you just play. You so just you play. still have. So you still have so, launch. You still have launch clutter. Launcher clutter with sure. with the rog. You got However, with the Armory Crate software, it finds all the games in the different launchers and aggregates it onto one screen for you to just launch from there. And it launches and it, the it launcher in the, the launcher for yep, you. in the background, yeah. and then just launches the game for you automatically. Like as an example, on the Steam Deck, you can install other launchers. It's difficult because you're working through Linux through a compatibility layer. Right. Anyway, I did I did that. I, I I did that for Epic Game Store because um, I found I like to play Fall Guys on the Steam Deck because it's a good ten minute game. Sure. And you know, anyway, I, I liked it. Problem was. Um, Fall Guys is one of those games as a service type of games. It requires consistent updates. And since it's not through the Steam store, if I want to update that game, I have to um, either exit out to the desktop, which means I'm restarting the device, which means I'm pre I have to re-download the shaders, or I have to put the um, store through the Steam Deck and open up the store as an app in the Steam Deck, wait for it to download rather than having it be in the background. Mm -hmm. It's not a good experience. And... I ended up doing more maintenance to keep that game running than actually playing it. awful. And Fall Guys is only available on the Epic Game Store. Right, it used to be on Steam, exclusive. but it's it's not there right. anymore. And so, like, even if there is a Steam Deck 2, I think I'm going to stick with Windows because you have Game Pass, you have the Epic Game Store, yeah, you have GOG. Exactly. Right. And thing. you don't have I any think, of that on the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you know, I think that we've lamented having multiple launchers that we've in the past we've been like, oh, we want one launcher to launch them all or whatever. But then you kind of get that with Steam, but it's just so much more maintenance because they don't do it so as well as they could. But then yeah, you're just kind of like, like, you know what? I'd actually rather just have the have the, the crate, you know, that armor crate, yeah. and just launch the game and have it logically and intelligently know I need this launcher for that. Mm -hmm. So you're still just picking from the game, right? You don't and have to go into the launcher and then choose the game. That's you right. Choose the game yeah. and it picks the launcher. And in Armory Crate, it has quick links right there for you to download all the popular launchers right, right. when you get your thing opened up and you start setting it up. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, interesting. that launcher and that launcher. And, and that it would launcher. be interesting to see if somebody wrote a PowerShell thing to just be like, here, run this the moment you start up your ally. It will 
push all this. It will pull it all down. Set this step. Like somebody should do that. And you know what? You can because it's Windows. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just Windows. Just Windows. Right. I'm gonna ask so like, GPT to do that for us. Just <laughs> overall, I like setting up the ally was more difficult than the Steam Deck, no doubt. But sure. once it's set up, it's a much smoother experience than I've ever had with the Steam Deck. Do you think there will uh, ever be one that like caters to people? Like, because you you talk about this like that setup. I'm like, oh, that sounds like so much work, and I hate that. And like, I just want to, I want like something like the Switch, right? I just want to mm. get it and play it. I think you just well, then uh, the, exactly the said Switch what you is want. For you, then. It's the Switch. Yeah. But I want to be able to play PC games too. Yeah. Well, then you don't have an option. <laughs> then you're then you're not a true PC well, gamer. That's 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 the key, Lana. See, PC I'm in that same. Be- I'm in that such same anxiety. I, yeah, I just I can't. I'm like, if it doesn't come out of the box with with a basic way to play, if oh, I have man. to jump through hoops to set settings and like. I'm just like, no, it's not. Steam Deck is probably the better option for you then. You just don't have as much. uh, Yeah, but you just tell me stories of Fall Guys on the Steam Deck. And I'm like, I hate that. Well, you don't. Yeah, if you go with the Steam Deck, you don't have uh, other options. You have to buy all your games through Steam. Yep. That's that's what it is. You can can have compatibility, you can have uh, ease of use, or you can have like performance. You can choose two out of the three. You can't choose all three. Pick two, right, Landon? That's right. Pick two. Pick well, two. And, and that's the thing is like, I mean, for me, I get the I get the ease of that with the PC that I built, but like I need it out of the box. I, I just don't get into the tuning part of that. And I guess that where I is where I'm in the middle ground. Well, uh there there's a I have a, a semi answer for you, and it's one of the things that I did to my ROG ally a couple days ago, and it's been game changing, pun intended. Um I installed Moonlight on my ROG Ally and set it up to stream with GeForce Experience right. streaming from my gaming PC to my ROG Ally when I'm on my internal my home network, and so I I just stream it straight from my big and PC. It's awesome, and I get all the frames, every graphical eye candy, all of that just streamed right to my handheld. You, and to top it off, I'm only using six yeah, watts on the right? APU, right. so I get massive battery life and all the gaming goodies. Right. So uh, you can not... you can do that on your phone though. You don't need an ally to do that. But yeah, it looks but I've tried it. Ally, I've right? tried it on my phone, and it doesn't work as good. I don't know what the difference is. The huh. ally might have a better Always Wi-Fi great chip. For me. The ally might have a better Wi-Fi chip than my phone did. Yeah, or it probably also, does. It's Wi-Fi six E. Also, I, mean, I did. I did the controllers set up. The controller's just so much better on yeah. that versus a Kishi. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. And I the, set, the very I last up, feature. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I set up that X Cloud on the Steam Deck, and that was a really great experience. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like as long as you've got a strong enough signal. Again, like you know, yeah, you're it's pretty have, good. But and to set up the X Cloud, you have to download the Microsoft Edge browser beta. You mm-hmm. have to be in the desktop environment. And you have to yeah. like put a bunch of these commands in, and then add it to Steam. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Not hard, but it's not intuitive. Not, guess what? Guess what no. you do with the ally? Windows. Anything you do in Win, in Windows will be easier than that. Yeah, oh for sure. Say, for sure. And I feel like, and I there. feel like that's the biggest benefit of the ally over Steam. Steam is trying to emulate a Windows gaming PC. You know, on Proton, yeah, right? and Proton mm-hmm. Linux is what it's running, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's trying to emulate, yeah. which is what Linux has been trying to do forever with Wine. Like Windows, Linux has always been like, no, we're gaming platform and thing is at the end of the day it's a hack and exactly there's going to be problems that arise because it's a hack like sonic generations or you choose they they list it as they list as steam deck verified it does not it's not it it runs like 10 frames per second right it it is not a steam deck verified and yeah i guarantee you face that more choose two when yeah. you're playing on Steam than you do just natively in yeah. Windows. You're like, you For get sure. to choose this, this, or this. You can't have all three. So as an example, gaming natively on it, though, um, the ROG Ally, if I put it in performance mode, which is the highest, you know, most battery-sucking mode when it's off of the USB-C Not charger. Turbo mode. Oh, turbo mode, yeah. Um, I can play Dying or uh, Far Cry 6, the one that, that just came out like a year ago, the Giancarlo Esposito one, and uh, I do a uh, 1280 by 720 resolution and have it upscale to 1080p using their built-in RSR. I put the settings on medium and medium or low. I think it's a combination of the both. Anyway, um, it looks great on that small screen. It looks It looks really, really good, and I'm pulling 55 to 60 frames per second. 
the whole time. Wow. Yeah, and the the great thing about the Ally is it has a VRR screen, and yep. so you so don't have smooth. to specially tune each game to get a smooth experience. Whereas the Steam Steam Deck, you have to set up a game profile for every single game if you want a consistent smooth experience. So but, it's just much easier on the Ally once everything is initially installed on the device. But what's cool with Armory Crate on the Ally is you can do that if you want. You can create a specific configuration for every game where you have customized control mappings. Uh, you can specify which um, power profile you want it to use while you're using it, all of that stuff. Yeah. If the you want to do that. The control mappings aren't great on the... On in Armory Crate, but you can still use Steam within Windows to do control mappings, just like you can on the Steam Deck. Yeah, and that that works great. So <sighs> but it again, works good enough. No for issues me. there. Do you think that it's got three hundred dollars more, uh, like better hardware than the Steam Deck, or do you think that one of the reasons why Asus has to push the price up to almost double is because of the Windows well, licensing? Well, you, like... you have to compare apples to apples. So the the six hundred fifty dollars Steam Deck will get you just as much storage as a $700 ROG Ally. If you're going for the cheap storage option, yeah, you're going to spend an extra $300. But with that, you get a much more powerful APU. You get a lot more storage. You get a much better screen. Far better speakers. screen. Yeah. yeah. It's so lighter. I, I think it's, it's, it's lighter when you're holding yeah. it. Is this the Asus? Is this the yeah. Asus? The Ally yeah. comes in two flavors? It will. Um, oh, okay. They'll have the lower spec version out next month, I think. Okay. Or month after that yeah but there's so only a like, hundred dollar difference between the lower spec and the higher spec so right. i don't even know if it's worth go for it. the higher spec yeah go yeah. for the higher spec um, I'd say. we obviously don't want to do short podcasts like we're supposed to but let, let me wrap this up really <laughs> quick uh i would give the rog ally eight and a half out of ten um again the battery life isn't an issue for me because for my use case it's fine and it works exactly how i would want it to Comparing to the Steam Deck, I can't remember what I gave it earlier, but I would revise my rating to a 7 at this point after mm -hmm. having it a year and a half. Mm -hmm. There's just so many issues that I wish they would fix, which they haven't. So, Yeah, I'm going to stick with, uh, with my 9 out of 10. I think it's just absolutely awesome. It has exceeded all of my expectations from... Uh, Especially with Moonlight, right? That That's I had with sweet. it. Yeah, once I threw Moonlight on there oh, even, man. I was just like, well... This is friggin' awesome. Did you find somebody to pick up your Steam Deck, Jaren, to help weigh no, the cost? No, not yet. Oh. So. I sold my gaming laptop, though, so that, that bought it. Hmm. All right, there you go. Good scores for the ROG Ally. That brings us to the end of this first episode of Geek Show Arcade, the... the one half of the rebranding of Gadget Spot. Thank you so much for downloading us. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our rants and and things on gaming. And we'll see you next week, either here or we'll still be on the old Gadget Spot feed too. If you want to check us out over there, just for just for a little crossover, just just get it from Geek Show. Just get it from the Geek Show feed. It's the easiest way to get it. But until we get out, uh, until next week, Owen, oh, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs>